0: Welcome, Soul Sister, to Her Soul Ace Podcast. This is your host, Jillian Baez. On this podcast, we talk all things healing and help women evolve and renew themselves to reach their best self. We will cover topics such as inner work, health and wellness, self-love, entrepreneurship, and so much more. So if you're ready, light yourself a candle, grab your favorite drink, sit back, and On today's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing a Dania, who is a career coach. We spoke all about how to show up with confidence at your job, how to have better conversations with your boss and be able to really speak up for yourself. And of course, we had to cover what you should be doing during this time with the coronavirus crisis with your job and if you need to pivot and start a side hustle. So if you're interested and want to hear more, girl, you do not want to miss out. Keep on listening. ladies welcome back to the podcast on today's episode I have with me a Dania who is a career coach for moms and I was just so excited to have her come on the podcast obviously with the climate that we're in right now with the coronavirus I'm just gonna give her the floor and have you introduce yourself and what it is that you do and like what got you started on this path
1: Yeah. Oh, hello, hello, everyone in the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here today to talk about all the crazy stuff that's happening in the world right now and how to leverage that for your career as well as your your um, home life, right? Because we're all home now. That's something that we have in common to be able to be home. And you and I are actually just connecting through Zoom right now, which is a great platform to continue to have conversations. And remember that social distancing should be called, you know, body distance and not actual social, right? Because we would all go crazy if we were not allowed to talk to other humans in any other way. So yes, I'll introduce myself. My name is Eliana Rosen. I am a career coach and productivity coach for new moms. I have been a recruiter and human resource professional for the past seven years now. And I just started doing coaching not too long ago, something that I have been doing for quite a bit, but officially calling myself a coach as of three months ago. And I help new moms find that path and career that they will really enjoy, as well as Um, a career that would give them the possibility to be a badass mom because Mm -hmm. we don't get to choose one or the other. We get to have both, um, regardless of what the society is telling us that you either are a lousy employee or you are a badass mom or vice versa. You get to have both. And it is important for us women to know that that's a possibility and all you have to do is really do that deep in work to see exactly what it is that you want to do and be honest with yourself what is it that's important to you who is it that you want to be And from there, everything just trickles down into these aha moments of, wow, I never even thought of that. It's like the same work I did with myself that got me to where I'm at today and got me to talking to you today in this podcast. So I'm so, so excited. And thank you so much for giving me the floor.
0: Yes, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about what was your story in terms of your career and career change once you became a mom?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I started in human resources and recruiting back when I was graduating college. Uh, What it feels like a lifetime ago. (laughs) Not too old i 'm not going to date myself, but uh, it feels like a lifetime ago and I became a mom in January of two thousand and nineteen She oh,
0: congrats. is thank you
1: she is fourteen months old as we speak, and that little tiny human actually just made me realize what 's important in life and made me question myself a lot and just forced me to kind of sit down and look at what I was doing, whether it was something that I was being fulfilled with, or I was just going through the motions. And even though I thought that I was happy doing what I was doing, she made me realize that that's not all that's to life. And it made me question, I think something that comes up for a lot of new moms is, Now, what? You know, like who am I now? Because now I'm someone's mom and now I have to go back to work. Do I really want to go back to work? Do I want to stay home with my baby? Do I still want to continue the career path that I had? Is it going to be enough for me to be home with my child and be able to be a present mom? Or am I going to always have to be working? Because sometimes, you know, we're in these jobs and these companies that are so demanding that are not understanding of uh, that work life balance. And I use that. Very lightly, because you don't have to have kids to still want to thrive for that, right? You should still be okay with having a life outside of work. Work is not your life, and you shouldn't be working to live for that. Mm. You should always have that break, because that's usually where people go through these meltdown moments, because the repetitiveness of it, and people sometimes just don't have any relationships, because all they do is work all day, and that's really not a good life. Yeah, yeah. Especially for moms, I, I specifically say for moms, just because you're, as a mom, you're needed everywhere. When you get home, your, your child needs you. And if you have a partner, your partner needs you. Yeah. And when you're at work, it's like you can't, sometimes there's companies and places in which they are not understanding of your child is sick, you have to go and pick them up. And sometimes that requires sacrifices. If you want to get somewhere in life and if you want to be promoted or if you want to be accounted for in some sort of project that's going to take 90 hours that week, you can volunteer because you have a child at home. Mm -hmm. So I want moms to know and understand that that's not the reality of life. And it doesn't have to be that way. It certainly was for me in the beginning until I forced myself to think about what was important to me. It was all or nothing, the mentality that I had, and that's what my daughter taught me to change because I, I definitely can be a badass at my job, and I can also be a badass mom, and I get to have both because I went to school for it. I've trained myself for it. I've been working in its amazing, great companies, and I didn't want to throw that all away. I didn't want to have to, you know, choose between wanting to be home and wanting to be my own person because I feel better when I'm working. I feel my best when I'm working and you, your child deserves for you to be your best. And that's what pushed me to be to where I'm at today in the career coaching space, specifically for careers, because that is what I know the best. I've been doing recruiting for quite a bit now. So I know what the hiring managers are looking for in a resume. I know what the hiring manager, that's actually my daughter in the background. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it never stops.
1: Never yeah. stops. This is mom life. And, and then um, I wanted to kind of implement that and intertwine that with actual life. What it is that study takes to be a badass mom and what are the boundaries that you need to start putting yourself um, to when you get home? it's home time. It's, yeah. it's time with your kids and it's okay to put your phone down. It is okay to tell your boss, listen, I am more than happy to jump back in, but I need to put my child to bed first. Yeah. You want to have that in, undivided attention with them. And that's something that you have to teach yourself, especially if you are a people pleaser like I am. And me. <laughs> yes. I think that a lot of us women nowadays, we, we are tailored into the society of being people pleasers because it's what we're supposed to do, right? We're Mm -hmm. supposed to say yes and we're supposed to be okay with everything that's thrown at us because that's what's expected. But guess what? It doesn't have to be that way.
0: Yeah.
1: And it is okay, you get to say no and you get to and you get to make that person evaluate what it is that they're asking you to do. And at the end of the day, I actually remember something um one of my mentors early in my career told me, you get to teach people how you want to be treated. Mm, that's good. Yeah, because it's unfair for you to ask someone that doesn't know what your priorities are, how to treat you. They're not going to know that. So yeah. you need to teach them how you want to be treated. Because at yes. the end of the day, you are responsible for your own happiness. You are responsible for who you want to be. And you get to take that responsibility. You get to say, you know what? This is what's important to me. And this is how I'm going to make it known that this is what's important to me. Yeah. So long-winded answer, but that's how I got here. <laughs> no, that's so good. And so many good aspects of that.
0: Because you're absolutely right. I think sometimes we want to get into these jobs and we're like so overwhelmed and we're just like super excited to do it. And then we lose our identity. And it could sometimes, like you said, if it's you transitioning to be a mom, or if it's you getting into a new relationship, or if it's you getting into I don't know, a new house, right? You just lose your identity. And then you're just like, wait, who am I? Like, what do I want to do? Is this still going to be an efficient job? Is this still going to work for my family and for myself? And it's so important that you're, you had those conversations with yourself when you became a mom. And, you know, how can you still create that balance for yourself? in your family is so big and I know for some of us it's like we want to people please all the time I, I was a people pleaser and I want to talk a little bit about like how does that translate into our jobs because I know some people will people please at work and then they get burnt out because mm-hmm. they don't know how to say no so like what are some ways people can um, start using their voice at work and not be afraid.
1: Yeah, definitely. This is a very common and such an important question that we, we must ask ourselves. And it doesn't only go to, to moms, but especially to us women in yeah. general, regardless of you being a mom or not. I think society has taught us this whole time that we need to be obedient and we need to be compliant. And we, it, sometimes it's, it costs us our, uh, ourselves. It costs our identity and it costs the freedom that we want to do and create in creating our lives. And so sometimes when I'm asked that question, what I say is, well, what, how do you think you're going to feel when you say no? What is that going to do for you if you say no? And that is the most important question because when you say no, it shouldn't be just a no. You should have a purpose behind it. And that comes with the inner work that you first have to do with yourself. Who do you really want to be in life? It's not about stopping being a people pleaser. It's not about being, you know, somebody who's going against the rules. That's not it at all. It's to ask yourself, who do you want to be and what that's going to do for you in the long term? This is a long term game, baby. And that's what we all have to tell ourselves. That's good. And with that, an action that you can take with that is affirmations. And I don't know if that's going to sound woo woo, but you need to do it. <laughs> affirmations are so important because, as I mentioned earlier, you get to tell people how you want to be treated, and how fair is it for me to ask someone else to respect me when I'm not respecting myself? Mm. And learning how to say no is a way of respecting yourself, your time, your mindset, your energy, right? Yes. Because you just said it. Sometimes you say yes so many times that you get burned out. Because you want to please others, but you're not pleasing yourself. So the more affirmations you tell yourself, the more you believe in who you are and what it is that you have to offer the world, the more you're going to start to believe it. Your subconscious mind will start to believe that. And guess what? That's just like an aura that people get to feel. That's an aura that people get to see. You don't even have to speak it. People are starting to see that you're much more confident about yourself. That you are somebody who's not supposed to be saying yes all the time. Yeah. Because we don't wanna be the mats that are being walked all over. And at the end of the day, yeah, you probably do have the time to do that extra project. But do you want to? Is that going to be good for your mental health? And the answer is probably no. Mm-hmm. So the more you tell yourself how much respect you want for yourself, how much you respect yourself, your time, your energy, and your mindset, that's just going to go ahead and translate into others. Yeah, especially at work and especially for me I'm somebody who has always worked in a male-dominated environment so this has been a huge OPL battle for me to learn how to say no because I already have that target on me that women are emotional and women need to do more because hey we still have that page gap right Mm -hmm. they believe society believes that we are not capable of doing the same work that a man would right and so we are here it's our responsibility to teach them and society in general that we are capable and we are going to do it by just raising the bar
0: yeah
1: And the way that we can start doing that is by respecting ourselves first, and then that's going to show. So whether you have to put stickies in your mirror every morning, you know, you are capable, you are beautiful, you are smart. Today, you're going to say no to this. And you don't have to say the actual word no to be able to get out of something. There's so many things that you can say, and I actually will be doing a post on my Instagram very soon about how to say no without saying no. Oh, that's good. And I'll give you a little sneak peek here.
0: Yay, we get a sneak peek, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> and because this is related to work, I'm going to give you a specific example with something that I went through myself. Mm-hmm. So considering I'm a people pleaser and I'm always saying yes to everything, whether I'm able to do it or not, I'm the first person that my boss thinks of when they have an extra project that no one else wants to do. Mm-hmm. Lidiana <laughs> will do it. She, you know, she will do it. And I mean, in the beginning, you feel flattered, like, wow, you're thinking of me to do this. It's amazing. Like, yeah, I'll do it. Of course. Yeah. But you already have project A and B that you're working on. Then now how are you going to have the time to do project C, which they're just asking you to do? The clever way to do this without saying actually no is to remind them of what other projects you're currently working on. Mm-hmm. And then you ask them, I need your help prioritizing project A and B so that I can make room for project C. That's good. That's going to snap in their head because now you're asking for their help, and your help asking them for prioritization. They're going to say, "Oh, actually, you know what? Never mind. I didn't realize you had so much already on your plate. I'll give this to someone else." Or project B, project C is actually not that important. Yeah, that works like a charm. Like every time you use that practice in that particular strategy. I guarantee you it's going to work. And they have no way of saying that you're not being compliant, that you're not being a team player, because all you're doing is just remind them of all the other stuff that you already have on your plate. And you're either not going to be able to do one of them, or they're not going to get done in time, or they're not going to be done well, because you already are spread too thin. Yeah, That was so good. I'm over here shaking my
0: head like, oh, yes, yes. (laughs) And I can relate so much because I used to be like that. I used to be at work and anytime my boss would tell me to do something, I don't know why, but I had this idea that if I ever said no or if I ever said I couldn't do it, they would like fire me or they would say I'm no longer good enough so they don't need me anymore And I'm sure so many other people can relate to that. But just having, I think it all goes back to, too, where you said, like, you have to respect yourself and you have to sometimes remind your boss, because sometimes they're not doing it intentionally either. And I found that when I would remind my boss, like you said, hey, I actually have this, this and this. I don't know if I can get to that. And she's like, oh, I forgot that you you were doing that project, you know? And so you have to remind yourself, you have to make sure that you're reminding them of how to treat you, like you said, right? Of the things that are, you know, you can do and you can't do. So that was so good. That's how I was shaking my head here, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I know so many other women can relate to that as well. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about people having a hard time speaking up at work. Mm-hmm. how can they go about that? And not just saying no, but just like saying what they feel or if they have an idea, but they're like, oh, I don't know if that's good. What advice do you have for those people?
1: Yeah. So when people have a hard time kind of speaking up and just saying what's on their mind, I think the first thing, and again, it my sound woo-woo, but It all comes with confidence, right? That's just a sign that you probably don't have enough confidence in yourself Mm. or enough confidence in what it is that you're thinking about. So let's just put that, um, let's put a pin on that. In order for us to feel more confident, we have to feel safe in the relationship that we are having with our boss, with our colleague, with our supervisor, with whoever it is that you want to talk to about this particular idea that you have. Mm learn what that person's personality is like Mm. how do they like to learn Mm. how do they like to be presented with new ideas because that's going to make you more confident in the fact that they are going to be leaned towards listening to what it is that you have to say
0: Mm. so
1: it's a little bit of psychology of how you're going to be interacting with a person and it makes you have more emotional intelligence so more emotional intelligence as of how it is that the person is going to be reacting towards your idea. And at the end of the day, Hey, the worst that can happen is to say, Nope, we're not going to do that. Or we don't have time for that. Or we don't have the money for that. Exactly. And you know, at the end of the day, in my particular example, I'm, I'm a manager. I manage people. I actually get to respect the person more when they speak their mind Mm -hmm. because I don't want to have to be doing the speaking for them or on their behalf. And at the end of the day, and I've noticed people come into my office and they're like visibly nervous because they're scared as of what, what am I going to say? Or if they made a mistake, like, oh my gosh, I made a mistake. Like, what do I do? If you have a good manager, they're going to thank you for bringing the mistake up. Mm -hmm. Because now that person, if they're a good manager, I know there's a a lot of, you know, um, questionable managers out there and my heart goes out to you if that's your case but when you have a good manager they're most likely going to be solutions oriented and what that means is they're going to be looking for what went wrong what broke in the process how can they fix that and how can they ensure that it's not going to happen again Mm -hmm. because early in my career I learned this that hiding the mistake is just going to make it worse because at the end of the day it's going to come to light at some point, at some point, it's going to come to light. So it goes hand in hand with making mistakes, lying about something, or trying to cover something up, because it's just it's going to come to light. If you don't want something to be known, just don't do it. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, at the end of the day, that's how we learn by making mistakes. Because if you don't make mistakes, it means that you're not trying, you're not doing something because you're just stagnant. And just going back to the pin that we put on being confident about who you are, and what it is that you want to say at work. Write it down. Practice it. Mm. So the way that I do it, I write a lot of things in bullet uh, format. And I read it over and over again. And then I put myself in the person's shoes. What are the questions that might come up with this idea? Anticipate those questions, and that way you already have an answer for those questions and you feel more confident. When is I like showing up on camera. Yeah, People are. Some people are not natural at it. They become natural because they start to practice. Same thing when you're going to an interview. I still get super nervous when I'm interviewing for a job. I mean, who doesn't, right? Right. Because you want that person to like you. At the end of the day, that's the psychology behind it. Mm-hmm. The thing about interviews is that, yeah, you must know the skills and everything that they're going to be asking you about the particular job. But if you're good at the job and they still don't like you as a personality thing, then you might not get it. Yeah, that is why we try so hard to let other people like us, because that's usually what's going to get us the job at the end of the day. Yeah. And what gets you, what puts you apart or what sets you apart from other candidates is being confident about what it is that you're saying, who you are and how you're going to present yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take time if you are stuck in a particular position in which I don't feel confident enough to speak up at work practice that's what's gonna take it's just gonna take the practice of you just doing it and if the person on the other end does not respect that then sister friend I'm sorry you're gonna have to look for another place because that's not gonna help you grow not only as a person but as as a as an employee and uh, as a professional
0: yeah that's good you know all of this and that's why I wanted you to come on the podcast and have this conversation because this whole thing of like being in a career, and finding an ideal job, it all comes with knowing yourself. It all comes with doing the inner work. It all comes with building that your self-esteem so you can show up in that job, in that job interview, being authentically yourself and feeling like, you know, I'm supposed to have this. Like, when you know that you're, like, you're going to have a job and you're, like, you know, that that's your job, you show up with a whole different confidence and a glow and people pick up on that, you know, and that aura and they're like, hold on, this girl looks like she's been here before, you know. And so you have to build is so much more than just, oh, okay, let me make sure my resume is perfect. And let me make sure that I have all these great interview skills, which are important. But it really comes with who are you and how are you showing up in the world? which is, you know, I'm a guru for that. So I'm like, yes, I I love it. (laughs) So I'm glad that you're tying all that together because it's so true.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then I just wanted to add a little bit of salt on that too, for the people who are listening to this are a little more tactical and strategic, right? Um, Look for the gaps, Look for the gap that you might have. So if you're not confident about what it is that you want to say when speaking up, then go out and take a speaking, um, public speaking course. Mm. You can go ahead and do that. And now is the time to do that. There's so many people who are taking this time to their advantage. Now they have extra time at home because they don't have to commute or they are home earlier than usual, or they're waking up earlier or whatever the case might be. Yeah. Pick up a book, learn a new skill go online. There's so many courses online that are, by the way, LinkedIn is giving um, free access to LinkedIn premium, which includes uh, Linda, Linda Linda.com, which is the learning platform that LinkedIn has. So now's the time they're doing it. I believe it's for 60 days or so to kind of give opportunities for people who have lost their jobs, who are interested in learning something new so that I can give them an edge when they're applying for jobs. Yeah. learn something new there's so many good things on LinkedIn learning I've I actually am a member of the premium and I totally recommend that there's so many experts in there just doing lecture like videos to yeah. teach you how to deal with different personalities how to have more emotional intelligence how to be more confident when you're speaking how to give a presentation and all of those skills tie in together into who you are and how confident you feel because if you think about it you just said it yourself, you're a guru when it comes to mindset and spirituality and things like that. I'm not. So you're way more confident talking about that than I would. Yeah. But then in my case, I probably would be more confident talking about resumes and interviews and things like that, because that's what I'm an expert in. Right. And if you think about it, when you know something, when you are an expert in something, there you don't even have to practice because it's just gonna come and flow on its own and that is a mistake that a lot of people make it's like they try to be an expert in something that they're not Mm -hmm. and that's why they're shaky that's why they're not confident enough because they know that there's holes in their story they know that there's holes in the things that they're saying and somebody's gonna call them out on it and that is what we fear we fear humiliation we feel people We fear people asking us questions about something that we're not sure or very versed in. So now is the opportunity for you to step into the big girl panties that you have. I know you have.
0: Yes. Because
1: you're listening to this podcast, girl, and I know that you're a badass. I already know that. So go ahead and take a course. Go to LinkedIn Learning. It's for free because you're probably going to say, well, I don't have the money to pay for a course. It's well, free. here you go. It's for free. And YouTube University, baby, there's so much on YouTube, absolutely for free, that you can go ahead and watch and just educate yourself. Yeah. Because in situations like this, what's happening right now in the world, there's two types of people. There's somebody who just sits on the couch and complains about it and say, my life sucks and I can't believe this is happening to me. And there's someone else next to them who says, you know what, what's the opportunity here? There's a lot of opportunity right now that I can take advantage of and come out on the other end as a better version of myself.
0: Yes, yes. Take this time to build yourself and and get all the skills it is that you need in order for you to become, once all of this is over and you want to start applying for those new jobs or you want to start a business, you want to be prepared and you want to have all of that together, you know, so this is the perfect time of this whole quarantine and coronavirus to do it. There's no other perfect time to, to invest in yourself and that's the biggest gift that you can give yourself is making sure you're giving yourself knowledge and the tools that you need to succeed. So that's amazing. I want to talk a little bit about the person who is like multi, like good at so many things. And is just so confused. I'm like, well, I don't know what career I want to go into, or they just don't have any idea and they just need to narrow it down. How can they go about doing that?
1: Multi-passionate. Yeah. Um, Girl, you're talking to the right person (laughs) because I'm a super multi-passionate person. Yeah. Somebody who has had so many hobbies and I was stuck. I was like, oh my God, like people all the time tell you, like you have to pick one thing and like, that's what you have to be good at. And I was always so confused and felt so alone because it's like, well, I'm interested in so many things. Like, how do I choose something? And the best answer to that, which is something that I'm still kind of weaving through as well myself is to give yourself a goal and give yourself a timeline because listen, life is only one and you have to make the best out of it. You don't want to get yourself stuck in a place or boxed in a little societal, you know, checkbox that you have and just be that just because that's what everyone else is telling you to do. And then you are regretting everything else and say, what if, you know, you become this old grumpy person who's like, well, usually people who are old and grumpy is because they didn't live their life at their full potential. They yes. always have these what ifs in their minds. They're full of regrets and say, you know what? I was thinking of doing this and that, but I just never did it. And they don't have an answer for why they didn't do it. They just thought that what they were doing was what they were supposed to do. Mm. So what I have been doing is I give myself a timeline and I pick something that I think I'm interested in and I try it out. Mm. I gave myself, so, you know, I'm going to try this out for three months, see how I like it, see the ins and out of it. And I'm going to study the crap out of it. I'm going to be going deep. Mm. Don't do the, sur- the, the, don't do just the, the surface yeah. you're going to go, you're going to move on and you're going to have that in the back of your mind. Like, oh, did I give that enough time to try it out? Did I know everything that there was to know about that? because then you're going overdrive and then you can't concentrate on moving on because you're thinking of the last thing that you were doing. Mm. So for me, when um, a few years ago, I was super interested in makeup, like, oh, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and the whole beauty community was like booming and everyone was a YouTuber doing all these lashes and wing eyeliners. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but I don't know. Like, you know, I was in school, like Is that going to give me any money? Like, what are my parents going to say? Like, that's not a life. You know what I mean? Especially for all Hispanics and like immigrants. Yeah. Uh, You know, you have to have this like crazy, big corporate job. Like, there's no way I could have made it like as a makeup artist. They're going to be like, what job is that? (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay, so how are you going to pay the bills? (laughs) So what I did was I immersed myself into the YouTube world of just watching tutorials and doing my own makeup and buying like cheap makeup because I was a college student so I didn't have any money right and I would just you know go to bed super late just watching and doing I took it as far as to go and get certified on makeup artistry yeah that's how far I took it and I'm not saying that you should take it that far but that's how far I took it because that's just who I am. I'm like, when I do something, I'm super doing passionate it. about, yeah, I'm all in. So it was for a six-week course. I was going Saturdays and Sundays. Every Saturday and Sunday, I was going to this place in Hoboken, New Jersey. And I was taking courses. Yeah. And then I got maybe five clients. And I was like, oh boy, <laughs> this is not for me. I'm like, nope, not doing this. I'm out. But now we I tried know it.
0: Yeah.
1: Now I know. And I put it all out there. I had a YouTube channel. I had an Instagram account. Like I was all in. And people was like, Oh my God, this is great. Like you're so good at it. Blah blah blah. And I was good at it, but I wasn't happy with it. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's something that I realized. I said, you know, I was interested in it because it was something that I wanted to do for myself, because I had fun. It's therapeutic to me when I'm doing my makeup. But to do it for someone else, to pay me for it, no. Yeah. I did that. Check. Now I know that I am not a makeup artist. Right. I tried it out. And so I think that's the, it's a long answer, but I think just go for it and you don't have to spend money on it. Like you don't, you don't have to go all in of like going, getting a certification like I did, but I think that giving yourself permission
0: Mm. to
1: be multi-passionate, it's totally okay. Because I feel like, you know, we keep comparing ourselves to all these people online, you know, like, oh my God, she's so good at that. Like she has one thing that she's doing and she's honing into that and she's the expert in it. But you know what, that person, you're seeing the new version of who they are today. You don't know how they got there. Yeah. Because if you were to go to my page today, you probably would have never known that I've done makeup.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: So it's like you get to have permission to explore because that is the beauty of doing inner work and that is the beauty of finding who you are and something else that I forgot to mention look for people who can mentor you Mm -hmm. like let's say that you know you're interested in becoming an attorney well go out there and look for an attorney who's an attorney in that particular area that you want to do ask them hey what's your day like Mm -hmm. I want to know what you do on a day-to-day what is it that you like about your job so much how was it to go through law school what do you have to do to go to law school? Um, you know, how, um, how many people do you get to help? Or what is it that you don't like so much about your job? And then offer to help them. Hey, um, do you need like an intern? Do you need a volunteer that can help you like stamp papers or ship things out? or Whatever the case might be. Because then you get to see the day-to-day and then you get to you get to ask your, answer your own question and say, you know what? No, I'm not interested in doing it. like, oh my God, this is so fascinating. Yes, I want to go in it. Because it would suck for you to go for three years in school to law school and then realize that you don't want to do that. Right. Imagine. (laughs) And I know people like that. I actually know a friend of my husband's. She went all in. She went to school. She has a master's degree. And she did, I believe, a year of Mm -hmm. that job after she graduated uh, from her master's. And then she was like, I don't want to do this. And she did this huge pivot huge pivot in her career and now she's super happy in what she's doing but now she's stuck with her student loans uh, now she know all those years of just doing internships because the particular um, area that she was in required you to do all those internships before you became an actual professional on it right. so all those years and it wasn't a waste I'm not saying that it was a waste but I feel as though if you were to invest your time into researching and reaching out to people who currently are doing what you want to do then it's an easier way for you to realize it's a lot less headache for you to realize whether it's something that you wanna go through with.
0: First of all, your you're super inspiring with the, the way that you go and give yourself like two months to like dig deep because I don't give myself enough time. So I need to, I need to change that because for me, I tried the whole YouTube thing too. And I did it for like a week. I was like, yeah, no, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, I love like watching it, but whole, the whole editing thing, I was like, no, I do not like this. This is draining me. But um it's so true. Like you have to just explore, like be, give yourself, like we have to give ourselves permission to be that that child we once were right to mm-hmm. be really like explore and be really curious and allow ourselves to just try like the worst that's going to happen is you don't like it okay and then you try the next thing but it was just so inspiring to hear your story of like you even getting that certification. I was like, wow, girl, (laughs) that's so cool. And True. You know, the second thing that I wanted to say too, with the whole thing of like trying to find your career and what you want to do, I think it's also very important that you don't allow outside influence of parents, of friends of like, you should be a dentist or you should be an attorney or you should be a teacher. If that's not what you like, be okay with going down your own route without that pressure, because like you said, if you allow the pressure of what other people want you to do, then you end up spending all this money, all this time, and you end up in a career you don't even like, because you allowed other people to give you what they wanted you to do.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and it all goes, like it's crazy how we keep landing on the same answer of, it's, it's all goes with the inner work that you have to do about yourself. Yeah, Ask yourself the question, what is it that I really want to do? If I can remove my parents and everyone else that's, you know, whispering in my ear, what, what, what am I left with?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What am I left with? And I think journaling is so important. If you're going through this right now, if you're here, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you are questioning yourself and you think that you're multi-passionate and you don't know what you want to do and that's draining your energy and who you are, journal. Mm-hmm. And and if you're not a journaler, then go out, out there in the internet and search how to journal for beginners because you don't have to think much of it. Just pull out a piece of paper or a computer if you're more comfortable with digital journaling and just pour out whatever comes to your mind. If you're thinking of, you know, uh, flowers, write down flowers. Yeah. Why am I thinking of flowers? Hmm, because flowers make me happy and smile, or whatever the case might be. And you will be surprised how powerful journaling is for you. Sometimes you're just writing without thinking, and then you look back at it and say, oh, wow, I didn't even think that I had that in my mind. It just kind of came out. And sometimes you answer your own questions that way. I've done that, and it's been powerful. And sometimes my ideas just flow out that way, too. Yeah,
0: it is. You'll get all your answers. You have them all within you. You just have to dig in a little bit deep.
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: good I'm going to pivot a little bit to hone in a little bit more about this whole epidemic pandemic that's happening with the coronavirus and people being really afraid of what's going to happen are they going to be laid off are they going to you know have to change different careers what advice do you have for people right now who are in so much doubt or maybe after they're listening to this podcast you know this whole pandemic has passed and they don't know what to do
1: next. Mm-hmm. So my, my professional opinion on that is don't give up. Mm. Don't give up. Do not give yourself a break because a lot of people are doing that. A lot of candidates are putting themselves on, themselves on break because it's like, oh, everything's stopped. Well, don't because there's still a lot of uh, companies that are hiring right now. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of companies that are actually being created because of this particular season that we're all in. Mm-hmm. now is the time to be insistent of course in a sympathetic way because a lot of people are going through a lot emotionally personally and professionally so we all must understand and must be sympathetic towards what the other person has to deal with why that recruiter hasn't gotten back to you in two weeks is probably because they're busy with other stuff. Mm-hmm. So be insistent. And a lot of people have already lost their jobs. Unfortunately, that's the reality of what we're living in right now.
0: Yeah.
1: And again, it's just looking at it as an opportunity. Okay, I was laid off from my job. What can I do now? And I know that sometimes people have a lot of responsibilities like if you have a family and now you lost your job and you were the main source of their income you must be freaking out right now and my heart goes out to you and I am so sorry that you're going through that trust me I know way too many people who are going through it but we have to just let everything happen because everything is happening for a reason and there's so many things that you can do right now go online. There's so many online schools right now hiring for teaching jobs. Mm-hmm. Even if you teach English, is if English is your first language and it's, it doesn't pay a lot, but I still It's still something that you can be doing in the in the time being. And the government is also acting pretty quickly in providing a lot of opportunities for relief for people who are going through financial hardships. There's also a lot of companies who are giving you a break from payments. If you have student loans, if you have a mortgage, if you have credit card debt, all of that stuff is actually reach out to your company, your provider, and let them know that you're going through a financial hardship. And they more, most likely will give you a break for a month or two. I know my student loans is actually doing that for the next 90 days they're freezing all interest rates and they're allowing you to not pay for those three months. Yeah, it's That blessing from the skies and a lot a lot of it has to do with us knowing that it's not the time to panic. I understand that a lot of us have a lot of responsibility but everything will solve itself out and You're not going to gain anything by freaking out because at the end of the day, when people panic, that's when things go bad. Yeah. So that's number one. Don't give up. Keep pushing. Keep following up. And if one door is closed, try the next because you just never know what's going to come up from that. Be visible online. Now is the time to build a personal brand that you have always wanted. Do you want to start writing articles about what you're going through or some advice that you might have for people that are going through a tough situation right now? If you want to interact with people online so that they know that you exist, so that they know that you're there, because believe it or not, we all have a personal brand, whether you want to admit it or not. It's whether you want to take the time to invest in your actual personal brand that you're going to influence it because at the end of the day, recruiters and hiring managers and companies know that you're there and they're going to assume who you are if you don't tell them who you are. So by being visible online, I mean going to LinkedIn, start reaching out to people, let them know if they need help from you, let them know if if they have any advice for people who are going through a tough situation. If a company like Microsoft, LinkedIn, Apple, Facebook, they're all doing so many philanthropic things right now to help people in what they're going through, comment on those articles, Mm -hmm. give it a thumbs up, share it. Because somebody might actually need that, might actually need to read that. And who knows, you might actually be changing someone's life just by sharing something like that. So being visible is another thing that you can be doing during this time. If you are afraid of losing your job, and if you're probably already lost your job, start getting yourself out there. Raise your voice. Because at the end of the day, that's all we have, right? The other thing, the third tip that I have for you is to leverage online relationships. We're all stranded. We all have our little islands, which is our homes. And in order for us to protect the public, we have to stay home. Leveraging online relationships and networking is always going to be the number one thing that I'm going to tell you. As a recruiter that I am at heart, that's the number one thing. Whether we have a pandemic happening or not, you always need to be networking. And for me, because my job requires me to network so much, I have so many connections that are already reaching out with opportunities or people that I could help. Because yeah. of my the nature of my job, so people who have already leveraged those relationships, guess what? I want to have them top of mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So now is the time for you to leverage, whether you have a job or not. It doesn't matter. Push yourself. Put yourself out there, and let them know that you exist. Talk talk to people that you haven't spoke to in a while. Yeah. If you lose your job because of the situation, it's not it's not anything to be ashamed of. Yeah, it's not a reflection on you or who you are as a professional and as a person. It's just a world pandemic It's happening to everyone. And if you think that it's just you drop the ego because it's an ego thing that we all have that we all think that only we are going through what we're going through. And so it's why you do with it. If you lost your job and you want to get yourself out there to be in the job market again, then teach the recruiters that you're smart enough to learn something new. Mm -hmm. I lost my job during during the pandemic But here's what I had the opportunity to do because of that reason. That's good. I certified on this. I learned this new thing. I became that. So many things you can do do with this time that are going to reflect so well on you, your resume, your personal brand, and your online presence. Yes. So good. So many
0: amazing tips. So I wanted to ask you with that, you know, let's say someone goes back to work after this whole thing, and then they also want to start... A side hustle or a side business. What is your thoughts on? Do you think that people should just go in full in their career or do you think people should also leverage being able to have a side hustle and working in their purpose?
1: Oh my goodness. I mean, if this pandemic doesn't teach us that now is the time to have a side hustle, I don't know what will, right? (laughs) I don't know what will. This is the perfect time for you to jump all in. And do what it is that you want to do. Start it up. If you always wanted to have a website, go ahead, boo-boo, because now you have the time. You have no excuse. You're not commuting two, three hours a day anymore. What are you doing with those two, two, three hours a day that you had to commute before? Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it anymore. And now is the time for you to do that deep work to realize what it is that you want to do in your life. And if you want to do more, the future of work is for people to have a side hustle yeah. and because it's so easy now to do so we have internet we have wi-fi we have all these crazy platforms that are allowing us to be who we want to be yeah. platforms and things that our parents would have not even imagined that they were going to exist today and today is the time this is happening to teach us that we can mm-hmm. depend solely on one income Mm-hmm. Especially if you have a family, you have to diversify your income because at the end of the day, look, there's something You never people, know. Yeah. And you know, you work for a corporation and you think that you're safe and that you're so secure. Everything has risks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything has risk associated with it. And let's say that, you know, for you, for example, you work full-time, you have your side hustle. Now, even if it's not ideal, but even if you lost your job, you still have your side hustle that can buffer you for you to find your next job job right yeah Yeah, so absolutely there's room for that there's room for much more (laughs) Yes, (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> do it all. This is the time. No better perfect time to do it. And, you know, that's, I love that you said that because we do have to look at the bright side of all of this that's happening right now. I know so many of us, are bombarded with the media, how many cases, how many people have died. And it's just, it can be overwhelming and so sad, but you have to look at the bright side and get yourself out there and just like, what can I take advantage of, of this moment that is all happening. So.
1: Absolutely. And and as I said, you know, there's so many other opportunities that are opening up right now because there are jobs that are being created because of this. Working from home is going to be the new norm, I'm sure, yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So why not take advantage of that? Why not leverage that and then... You know, be that person who knows how to work from home because there's so many people right now freaking out. Like, how do you do this? Like yeah. this is a scam. Like I'm working longer hours. I don't know how to be productive. And that is because those people never really had to do it before. And I because like, you mentioned in the beginning, a lot of companies are not used to that. They're not equipped to be offline they're not equipped to have people working from home Mm -hmm. and that is the future of it that's the thing a lot of companies are behind you don't want to join those companies you need to be in the front lines and you need to learn what the future is telling us right now this is something that we already knew was going to happen and that's the thing a lot of people weren't prepared for because they just don't believe it yeah you know like I don't want to get too religious or whatever, but my grandmother, she told me, just like, this is all written in the Bible. Like Mm -hmm. this is all happening because God is telling us this is what was meant to happen now. Wake up. Yeah. Wake up and start doing what it is that you always wanted to do. Because Mm -hmm. if not now, then when? Sometimes when you say tomorrow, tomorrow never comes.
0: Yeah.
1: Tomorrow never comes. Today is the day. If you want to start your side hustle and it doesn't have to be like a lot of people are confusing and of like oh I don't want to lose my job because they're gonna think that I only want to do my side hustle no I know a lot of people who have no intentions of taking their side hustles to be their main hustles they just yeah. want that to be their side hustle because one it could earn them extra money which is nice for them to pay their debt which is nice for them to be able to retire early which is nice for them to buy something nice that they want to buy for themselves or it's just a creative outlet Mm -hmm. that helps them take care of their minds because Mm -hmm. if you get to work out and look good and feel good physically why not mentally and you need to take that connotation out of side hustles of like oh she wants to be a full-time youtuber or she wants to be a full-time podcaster or she wants to be a full-time coach if you want to do that yes of course I mean why not That's the higher you telling you that's what you're meant to do in this world. But it doesn't always have to be that way. And that is why a lot of companies now are allowing that type of thing, because when you're at work, you're at work. Yeah. (laughs) And when you're out of work, what you do with your time is up to you, whether you want to spend the sitting on the couch watching Netflix, or if you want to do something better for your life, that's going to promise you a better future.
0: Mm. That is your choice.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Absolutely. Oh my God, you have been so good. I'm like here like, yes, (laughs) this (laughs) has been so amazing. And I know so many people are going to get so many insights from this with everything that's happening. One of the last questions I asked all of my guests on the podcast that I want to end with is what is something you live by and why?
1: Mm. Oh God, I can do anything, just not everything. Mm-hmm. And I can do it all, just not all at once. And it's something that I keep telling myself as a type A personality, as a people pleaser, or somebody who wants to achieve so much. That is the motto I try to live by every day. That's and great. remind myself of what's important, you know, priority and perspective. Yes. I love that one. That was a good one.
0: Yes. I cannot, because you're right. Like we try to do all things and all at once and we get overwhelmed. So tell people where they can find you, your Instagram and all of the amazing things that you do.
1: Yes, absolutely. So I do have a website. It is www.edianarosen.com, which is E-D-D-I-A-N-A-R-O-S-E-N.com. And same name for the handle on Instagram is Ariana Rosen, and I hope to see you there. I will provide you a link to a brand new blog post that I did all regarding the COVID nineteen and how it's affecting your job search, and some tips on how to come out of the other on the other end of the situation. Um, so you can put it in the show notes for them
0: absolutely that would be amazing thank you so much again this has been amazing
1: thank you everyone I hope you have a wonderful day and love and light thank you so much for inviting me to the podcast
0: thank you for listening to today's episode and as always thank you so much for all the support don't forget to leave me a review and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already I love you girls so 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 much continue to shine continue to kill it and I will catch you on the next episode